Hello and welcome to another episode of the Irish Tennis Updates podcast. Today I'm really excited to be talking to Jenny Claffey. In 2015-2016, Jenny was the Irish number one and she reached a career high of 646 in the world. Uh, During her career, she won three pro titles, two doubles and one singles. Uh, Her career was uh, sadly uh, cut short by injury though and we'll talk more about that later. So here we go, hope you enjoy, let's get into it. Hello. Hi, Jenny. How's it going? Hi, that's Adam, I presume, yeah? Yes, yeah, yeah. Perfect. How are you? Great. Thanks. Okay. Thanks very much for agreeing to talk to me as well. Very good. No no problem at all. No, uh, I'm actually just, um, I'm off injured at the moment. I just had surgery, so no time like now. Okay. <laughs> Normally I'd be working, but I'm free now. Okay. Yeah, no, I think we'll come on to, I guess, your injury struggles a bit later on as well. I know yeah, that's... No that's that's been something that's uh, had had an impact on you, uh, yeah. Um, but if, first, I guess we'll I just want to go back to the start. Um, so, how did you get into tennis, and what what kind of age were you at that point? So, I grew up with in a family. I got four older brothers, um, and they were all playing tennis. And my mum was Rita, the tennis coach, and okay. she. I guess like I was being brought to all the tournaments around and seeing the, my brothers play and then I probably first my first memory of tennis court was being uh, down in Wicklow used to go on holiday down to Wicklow and I was four years old and I remember being in the tennis court and just crying because I just wanted to, to play <laughs> like play tennis with me and I think that was the start of the, the competitor competitor in me uh, from that day on I think I, I kind of played you know messed around but then from seven onwards I really I started playing. I got lessons with like my mum, and uh, then I was in the Leinster squad at under nine, and then it kind of went from there. Yeah, I guess having it in the family, I guess, was kind of what started it for you, and then, I guess you you took it on. Um, so you yeah, say my, my mum was a big influence in that because yeah. she obviously coached, so I would have been around tennis courts a lot, and then obviously yeah, tennis would have been thrown at home and whatnot. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so, at what point did you start to kind of really take it seriously? You know, realize this is something you're quite good at, and you might go go further with it. You know, um, I'd say like so when I was playing, you know, as I said, like the under nine. Um, I, I my first competition was I remember playing under ten, I think, in Westwood. Okay. I was so competitive. I just remember being yeah. so competitive, and obviously, I I I loved winning. So, kind of the winning started at a young age and then through my junior age like you know the under t- 10s under 12s under 14s I won a lot of tournaments um, and I had a real okay. passion for tennis I just loved tennis everything was tennis for me I, I always said I wanted to be a tennis player and I remember I think I was about again that 9, nine 10 years old I wrote um, this on an A4 page I drew this picture that said uh, Wimbledon is my dream I'll play it soon and win it okay. and, uh, so like nine years old, that's when I kind of started that that yeah. dream for me. Um, and then I got to uh, under fourteen, was it fifteen? Then I went to an academy in Spain for transition year, you know, fourth year. So yeah, yeah. Um, and I was training pretty much full time at that stage. And then that was kind of at that at that at that age. Then I kind of decided I'd love to take this to the next level. Yeah. Um, so were you playing kind of ITF events around the place at that point as well? Were you competing? Yeah, so after the transition year, I did like basically a training year, and then I went. Um, I played like this, like this professional league in Netherlands. I uh, okay. played for a club, 
that was like the first like that was probably the I was playing you playing at clubs um the top clubs in Holland and in Germany and then in fifth year um I started to travel a little bit but then fifth year like so I would I would have been sixteen then yeah. my injury started mm. yeah so, so tell me a bit about that I guess you had all these plans at this point and then what happened I guess exactly yeah so I I uh, said like the the dream was to go and play and uh, and back I think yeah as a fifth year in school I started a new school. And I was training full time, and then the plan was to play some ITF, you know, the holidays like the, yeah. the <laughs> New Year's, and then I go for Christmas, I'm sorry, and then midterm February, those kind of times. Yeah. Um, and then, yeah, I got, I think I got a shoulder injury. That's what started. Started off with a shoulder injury at 16, um, and then I, I like I tore my rotator cuff. So then I was out of tennis for five uh, months. Okay. Yeah. That's so, not good. <laughs> no and snow. And then that kind of, you know, I got that very impressionable age, you know, 16, 17, then, okay, I'm off I'm off training. Like, that was all I knew and that was all I was doing. You know, the goal was always to play tennis. And then I kind of got to see that other side of life, you know, I was socializing more with my friends. Yeah. You know, I started to go out more. And then that kind of side then distracted me a little bit, I would say, if I look back or in hindsight. Yeah. Um, and then got back to training in in sixth year. I was only seventeen. I was quite young, seventeen okay. maybe September. And then that as a decision, sorry, before I went back to school that September was will I finish school or not? Like I didn't want to finish. I wanted to be homeschooled and go and play. Yeah, yeah. Go and play on the tour. My parents were like, no, you've just like you've, you started a new school last year. We need to finish your, you know, get your leaving cert and yeah, yeah, you know, then to do it's only one more year. What's that gonna do? Yeah. Um, so was was college uh, in the estates? Was that ever an option for you, or at that point? Well, so then I go back to the start of school. Then in sixth year, and was training full time again. You know, yeah. or before school, I did a lot of before school training in, the, in those year, like yeah. early days, fifteen, sixteen. Um, and then I got actually I was sick then from Halloween of my leaving cert to February. I got glandular fever. Oh no! Yeah. Sorry. So, so another another setback. Another setback. Yeah, and then. The kind of from there between the shoulder injury having been out for five months and then having landed fever for nearly five months uh, it was I think it was around the end of February March and then at that stage I kind of was like well I may as well now focus on my leaving cert yeah. so, and, and study and do that and then that as I said that kind of time that whole social scene and maybe sidetracked me a little bit and then I decided oh maybe this tennis isn't for me you know this is, this is all okay. I think at the time I go back I look back at it yeah, yeah. and then I decided to go to college um, in Ireland I was actually such a home bird that I decided that no I'll stay and do college here at that stage I was kind of a little bit put off by tennis obviously with the setbacks I'd yeah. yeah. and I felt like you know I'd lost time and I should be I've already been you know making something of myself yeah, by that yeah. stage um, so I went to college in UCD okay uh, yeah, so you went to college UCD, and then I guess about 2015, 2016 was when you you started to kind of to give it a real go. So I guess what what happened in between that period? So yeah, I started. So I went to college, and then I kept up my level, like the my national level. I played a lot of the tournaments in Ireland, and still had a lot of success. And then I played yeah. Federation Cup. I made my debut in the 2009 okay. Fed Cup. I was in college at that time, and so I was maintaining a level, but you know kind of was like well I'm not going anywhere with that you know it's good yeah. in the summer to play and earn some money but I was at that stage I was in college so I wasn't under the new CD there was no tennis there was no like not much potential I tried to apply for scholarship they claimed they didn't have enough um, facilities they didn't have adequate facilities for a tennis scholarship which seems <laughs> anyhow <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so 
Um, finished college and then I during college I did my level one coaching course. Yeah. Um, which is new to just having that because obviously like I'd I'd be playing like playing so then yeah, I do that like in college. Um, didn't really have time with that and then finished college and uh, decided then I was thinking oh maybe I'll I will go to the states to college you know do college counseling and do mm. a masters. Okay. So that was the plan. I went and spoke to a lot of colleges and then went and actually went and viewed a college um, in the University of Memphis. I remember it was in the February just before my finals in UCD and I kind of decided right this is it. Yeah. I'm going to go with that and um, long story short I didn't end up doing that that would have been that was 2012 okay. and then um, finished college whatnot. then coach so I decided to coach for okay. you know I was maybe about a year and a half into coaching full time and then I felt I was just like I'm still playing tennis still playing the tournaments in the summer here winning the tournaments playing Fred Cup yeah. and then I was kind of like I remember to be honest this is how the, I got on the, I decided to take that step on the tour mm. I remember 2015 I politically incorrectly didn't get selected for Fed Cup and <laughs> um, I may be incriminating myself for that but didn't get selected for Fed Cup and I was raging there was okay, no yeah. like so basically there was no reason why I shouldn't have been picked I had beaten you know two of the four people who were picked in the team yeah. they'd picked somebody who was far junior than I was and that's nothing to do with her but the decision was just like you cannot be serious Anyway, yeah, I remember it, saying yeah. it to um, I was working the length of squads at the time with John McGann. Yeah. And, and I remember saying it to, this is kind of a bit of a long-winded version of it, but I remember saying to John, like, you know, I can't believe anything I picked. And he was like, well, go and prove them wrong. Yeah. And at that stage, yeah. I was kind of, you know, I maybe had thought about, like, I just felt there was something missing in my life. I remember in, in that 2015, that January, going into New Year, I was like, I want to do something different this year. I didn't know what it was. I felt, I guess, like, Maybe I'd, I'd, I was too pa- I was past it with the tennis. You know, I was down yeah. at that stage before. Um, and then decided to, oh, sorry, spoke with John, and he was like, go, you know, why don't you go, out and go and give the tour a go? And I was like, yeah. I, like I was like, are you joking me? I'm 24, and like, there's no way. You know, I set up my life here. I was working full time. I was, you know, renting a nice apartment, driving a nice car. Everything was good. You know, that, living the good life. So yeah, absolutely, yeah. <laughs> However, I did feel like it was just like, you know, I'm a natural competitor. I love Yeah, yeah you, want, you wanted that, that feeling, didn't you? Yeah, that's something. Yeah. That, and, and let me tell you, that's something that you I, you can't replicate in your day-to-day life. Yeah. Um, anyway, so so John was like, look, I came back the following week to coach, and he was like, look, let's just have a hit and see where you're at. And, yeah. you know, consider go away and think about this. Like, obviously, that would be a life-changing decision for me yeah, to go totally. and change my career. and you know, go back in the tour when I felt, anyway, so thought about it for the week, and I was like, mm, no, nah, don't think that's for me, we had a hit, and then, I don't know what it was, and I hit, we had a great chat, and he really, like, kind of inspired me then, and I was like, you know, maybe I could do this, so yeah. then, eight weeks later, eight weeks of training, I then yeah. went to play my first professional tournament. Okay, it was a quick, a quick turnaround. <laughs> Very quick, After having, that, yeah, having not really thought about it, then, Oh, I might do this. Uh, oh, I'm going to do this, you know, and then I'm doing yeah. this. Yeah. Before I knew it, then I was in Tunisia playing a tournament. It was the most foreign thing. It was amazing. Me, like, just so different to what I could even I could have imagined it would have been like. Yeah, um, yeah. Turning up in the middle of like, oh my God, Tunisia! Like, what a place to decide to pick my as my first my <laughs> maiden tournament. Yeah, yeah, glamorous yeah. Uh, to say the least. Um, yeah, so, so I guess you spent from that point, I guess, close to two two full seasons um, on the tour. Um, so how did those those two years kind of compare to 
your expectations beforehand. So, as in before I went on the tour, like... Yeah, yeah. I guess, you know, going on a tour at that stage, I didn't really have any expectations per se. Like, it was kind of a, let's go see how I get on and where I fare. Yeah, I okay. Um, and then in my first tournament, I got to the, the quarterfinals. Okay. And, I was like, and then I was a bit like, okay, so, you know, I arrived, I, I can't even try to set the scene for you. I arrived at this international tournament. You know, you're there thinking, I'm a nobody, I have no rankings. You yeah. know, in Ireland, you think you're you're a big fish in a small pond. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you go yeah. away, you see, like, these like, 14 practice course, and they're full of all these girls and guys tra- training, and you're like, Jesus, they're all so good. Yeah, right? yeah. And then you go and play the match, and it takes you, like, a few games, and you're like, actually, they're not really that good. Everybody can yeah. hit the forehand and the backhand, yeah. and everyone's physically fit, but it's really mental. It's, I, that's one yeah. thing I learned very quickly, how mental the game is. Yeah, yeah. Um, um, yeah. So then I, I guess I'd say those first two tournaments, first tournament I um, got to the quarters and then in the second one I got to the final of the doubles. Okay. Or some, like something ridiculous and I was like, oh, yeah. I'm, actually I'm pretty good. Yeah. In comparison, you know, like yeah, yeah. the nerves I had and this all like that, what to expect, the fear of the unknown is so mad. I can't even explain like yeah. I went home there for two weeks and I was like, Jesus, I could actually do this. Yeah, I'll give it a go. You know, <laughs> yeah. I don't know whether that's a very Irish mentality that we have. You know, we're, it's nearly ingrained in us that we're not good enough. Oh, yeah, you know? I think, yeah, no, I, I, I know what you mean. And then then you go and you realise, actually, I might be, you know. I, I, I might yeah. have a chance. Exactly. So then I go out there and I'm like, okay, maybe I could actually, you know, maybe I could make something of this. And then how it works in the tour, the female uh, tour, was that you need to um, have results in three international tournaments, they need to qualify and then get results. So get results meaning you need to win a round. Win it, yeah. So oftentimes it takes people, you know, a long time yeah. to that happen. To even get that. around like 10 tournaments. So then after my first two tournaments, I was like, geez, this is class. I want to go. I came back and then went back again a week later. Okay. Back to the same place because actually the, a girl I knew who I'd met at Fed Cup, <coughs> she was like 280 in the world and she agreed to play doubles with me. So I was like, oh, that's go. Yeah. So yeah. So we, I went back, and then I ended up again, got to the quarters and singles, finals of the doubles again. Okay, yeah. Uh, oh, sorry, that's not true. I won the yeah. doubles title. Won the doubles. Happy tournament. days. Happy days. Yeah. yeah. Um, I'm like, sorry, I got to the semis of the singles, and I won the doubles. So then oh, I was like, okay, firstly then I have an international ranking. Yeah. You know, I, I had three results. Yeah. Um, I had one of the best tennis match, most memorable tennis match um, in, in that tournament, actually. Um, yeah. I came back from like a like a set and five two down. Okay. Uh, and one and I have like I have it on video. A oh really? Method of it of me winning a match point. Uh, which obviously I'll keep that one. That's precious. Yeah, no, you'll you'll keep that one. You you you, you yeah. might even send it over to me. I could post it on the Twitter. Uh, well, that's not if idea, you yeah. And yeah. like it gives me I remember playing every point of that match. And that was yeah. to get my ranking, and that was to get me into the semi-final of a tournament. Of my, like, this is three weeks, three tournaments in. Yeah, yeah, you're... Training, like, and I'm in semi-final of a international tournament going. Yeah, it must have been. Uh, probably, I guess at that point, you were exceeding your expectations, probably, um, that yeah. you had previously. And then, I guess, going er, going further into the year, you, you, you won a title, um, singles, didn't you, as well? Yeah, so then I... Uh, Again, of course, I got in. I had a bit of an injury then. After okay. I heard, uh, I had actually like, like I ended up with um, an ab, like ulcerated blisters in my feet. Obviously, just not used to the 
teeth and everything. And then I was yeah. off. So I kind of had a bit of a like two weeks, two weeks on. We kind of took it. Then I go two weeks on, a minimum of two weeks off at home. Okay. Yeah. So um, then I went back to play in June to Egypt, and then again had another uh, one one a doubles title again there. Um, and had another semi-final result. So, like, things were going well. My ranking started to then kind of improve quite quickly. And then, uh, again, off with a bit of an injury. Okay. So, it was kind of on, off, on, off. And then I went back in October of 2015, and that's when I won my the first title. Okay. Super. Um, and so, I, I, guess that, I guess that must have been a, a highlight of the year, I, I presume. Yeah, like, so that was my, you know, after my ninth tournament on tour, I had won... Two doubles titles and a singles title. Yeah. Like, at nine tournaments. Like, that's... Yeah, that, that's, that's really good. Like, yeah. Having not played for a number... Like, you know, played at a really high level for a long time. Yeah. Like, tough. Uh, or... <coughs> internationally. I mean. um, so, that was that was amazing. So, I came... Like, back off after that trip. Um, I was... Like, everything seemed... Like, you know, you hear people say that, like, everything just seemed to work that week. You know? Yeah. They just... Mentally, it was more mental than anything. You know, okay, yeah, yeah, on, just clicked. Yeah, like I just refocused on my goals and not worried about the results. And I beat some really like high ranked players that week. Okay. There seemed to be very strong players there that week. Yeah. Um, but like at the back of my head, I was like, I know I'm gonna win this tournament. But okay. I never thought as I playing like, oh, I'm gonna win. No. Yeah, yeah, just yeah. Just that air of confidence that I knew I was gonna win. Yeah, kind of. Um, a self-assurance, I guess. Kind of yeah, yeah, and that came through play, and that came through obviously experience of seeing these girls and knowing that actually, you know, I'm better than them in a lot of regards. Yeah. So then, after I won that tournament, then my ranking went up to six, four, six forty or something. That was a six four six was my highest ranking. Okay. So it went up quite high then, and then after I won the tournament, the most bizarre thing happened. I just like lost all confidence. Really. Yeah, I came back home from that and just like, just like, oh my god, like you know, it was then when the pressure I felt the pressure of, oh my god, I can actually do this. Yeah. Do you know, like I'm, because yeah. then you kind of start setting goals. So I started actually had a good four week training back before I won that tournament. Set good goals for myself, not just in terms of winning, just for longer term. You know, then it was kind of like I can do this. You know, the Wimbledon dream was back on. Yeah. You know, if I got to six hundred and forty in nine tournaments. Where will I be in another nine tournaments? Yeah, yeah. And I'm really picking up the win. And then I think there was that pressure of like, and then people started like, the, like people started noticing then that you were doing well, and you know, like more people were more people were showing more interest. I guess and yeah. that's where the pressure kind of came from. Um, yeah, so I guess it was mental challenges. I guess from that. Yeah, and then that's when I went to go to get a sports psychologist. That wasn't like, oh, I better go and get a sports psychologist. It was just a case of like, okay, I want to now surround myself with a, a team. Okay. You know, and I was very lucky to have people around me who were so willing to help me at the time. My God. Okay. I would be forever grateful to them. Who were they? Yeah. A coach and a psychologist? Was that- yeah, so I, I had, like, there was John McGahan who was really, um, instrument- like, really in the beginning was, it uh, was fantastic. Was he traveling um, with you, or was he? No, no, he no. wasn't. I've never traveled. He wasn't able to like in the yeah. as well, like financially. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, but and then Maurice and Isis, they worked in out of David Lloyd, like they, because they used to coach me when I was twelve. They okay. were amazing as well. They got on board, and really, a lot of people gave me a lot of their time for and looked for nothing in return. So I'm forever grateful to those people. But yeah. at the time, I had actually um, at the time my boyfriend then. 
um, was a personal trainer, so he traveled a little bit with me. Okay. But it was so expensive, like I, I, you know, you couldn't afford to. Yeah. Yeah. Have that. It, the, I, I that, sorry, that's a good thing that it, I felt felt it was very important then to um, you know, surround myself then with like a good program, you know, sports psychologist, because I realized how really how mental the game was. As I said to you previously, like everybody can hit a really good forehand and look fit and is fit and yeah. you know can serve, but it's actually when you step onto the match course who's tougher mentally. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. yeah, so I'm interested then. So I guess that that was around end of 2015, start of 2016. You're maybe having some mental challenges. Then the injuries kicked in later in that year, was it? 2016. Yeah. So yeah, after I went to Egypt, I then went to Tunisia uh, two weeks later and had not a very um, successful tournament. First time I lost in the first round. It was a real like kick in the teeth. Yeah. um, That trip wasn't great. the timing of it wasn't great. I was a little bit injured at the time, but we decided to go anyway. And then I took pre-season then. So I finished my season, you know, um, ranking was all-time high, singles and doubles, I broke yeah. the 600s, to then set goals for the new year and did a training block then and then went off in 2016 to play my first tournament in the Caribbean. Okay. Which is very um, glamorous. Yeah. <laughs> not. I went to play for Guadeloupe, which most people probably don't know where it is. Um, and then that's when my troubles really began. Okay. In terms of injury, I was playing in a playing in a in the quarterfinal, and I uh, ended up with this. I was nagging basically, and I still had really bad um, problems with my stomach, and uh, uh-huh. I had a doctor come out on the course. Um, and then I think I I'm I'm not sure if I finished the match just out of stubbornness. But yeah. it was a lot of pain. And then I had to retire, like, in the semifinals of the doubles because I was due to play that evening. Mm. But I had to come out. Uh, and then I ended up in hospital that evening. Oh, okay. Oh, so no, this was some experience. I was on my own, like, over in the Caribbean, the French-speaking hospital. Nobody speaking English. You can't even communicate. Very, no, I couldn't communicate. It was, it was, that was a very kind of, that was quite scary at that time. Yeah. You know, knowing what was going on. I was in a lot of pain. I was on my own. I remember my phone wasn't working. And, oh, my God. Oh. That was some experience. Then Not I had yet. to pull out of that tournament and then pull out of the following one, which was due to be in a different island. And I flew home the next day and then ended up, at the end of all that, like five months later, because I was off the tour for five months, okay. uh, I ended up having my gallbladder removed. Okay. So so it got, it got, got complicated. Yeah, so it, got, it was healthy <coughs> at that stage. Yeah. Then had that removed, then I played, I played a tournament in Poland. That was kind of, again, another quarterfinal. Whatever we, we that was more of a tester just to see how my fitness was. Yeah. Um, and then again, I think you know, then I had surgery then after I think it was. And then I went back and played in October of 2016, um, in Egypt, and um, again had I, I it's funny I I went over there that's why I won the title the year before. Yeah. And um, went over again. I played, had a really good um, play like having not played many tournaments that whole year. Yeah. Alone that in my whole career. I then got to the semi-final. I got quarter-final first week, semi-final second week, final of doubles again. Yeah. So I was like, right, I'm back. But I had a real problem with my arm, my elbow. Okay. So I mean, between, I'd say, January of that year all the way through the year, I had this problem with my arm. But, you know, as as an athlete, you get so used to pain that you you kind of, well, as well, you get kind of a bit stubborn. You don't want to admit them. And then it, yeah. it got so bad then that I actually... um. I couldn't, like, by that, after that October, that's where I needed. I couldn't hold the racket. I couldn't serve. I came okay. back from that trip, 
uh, didn't serve for two weeks and I was going to Creek and that this is the beginning of the end. Okay, uh, so the injuries, I guess, got the better of the end. That the was end it. I, I went, I couldn't serve for two weeks prior to going to a tournament um, in Crete. In, in Greece, I was, in, honestly, <laughs> I was, my elbow was so sore, I couldn't lift, uh, like, up a cuff, I couldn't, flush, like, use my arm to flush the toilet. It was yeah. so bad, I was having treatment on it all the time. I went to tournament having not practiced my serve for over two weeks. It was eating uh, anti-inflammatories like they were going out of fashion. And then played that tournament, and that was the end of my career. I came back, I had an MRI in my elbow, and then that was the end. I had two surgeries. Two surgeries later, I have, I've never, I can't play tennis again. So okay. I had a clear ending elbow it's a, injury. It's a sad story. <laughs> it's a pretty sad story, having had shock success very quickly. Yeah. All of the dreams becoming possible again. Yeah. And then <laughs> it's taken out of your hands. Very quickly, just taken out of my hands. Yeah. Really very unfortunate. Yeah. Um, I guess just a couple of questions looking back on your uh, career as a whole. Um, would the the best moment, would that be your single title or would you have something else to, to point out for a, a highlight? Um, I would say, yeah, I'd say winning that week would particularly stand out yeah. to me. I just like off course, on course, everything just seemed, was just really right. I felt like okay. I was a real professional that week. That and that winning that match that I, I explained yeah, previously, yeah. Um, that match then was a real sign for me that, you know, I had that mental toughness. Yeah. I wanted this. You know, I could fight, <coughs> I could do what it takes. Yeah. Um, and that was a real, like, that I mean, that I would never forget that. Obviously, I'll never forget the first match I won uh, and everything about it, but it was, it was that match that stands out, the one that, I, that got me my ranking and then that I came back from a set and five two and then obviously winning the title. That was yeah. amazing. You can't, you can't, uh, Discount that one. Yeah. Um, in terms of a worst moment, would, there, would you have one that you'd be able to point at? Probably the worst moment was that that um, having to retire in yeah. the Caribbean and ending up in hospital on my own. Yeah. Um, more from um, uh, uh, the point of view of like how lonely the tour is. You know, yeah. when yeah. you're on your own, yeah. you're you really are on your own. Yeah. You really are alone. Like, yeah. Nobody, I was so far away from home. You know. Yeah. Yeah, there is. With me. Yeah, you um, felt, I guess, helpless probably. Very, very helpless. That's exactly how I felt, and I just wanted to get home. I wanted yeah. to get out of, as I said earlier as well, I'm quite a homebird. So yeah. that was very, that was challenging. It wasn't, wasn't so nice. No. No. Um, I guess a couple of questions. Um, in your uh, time on the tour, did you experience any uh, kind of issues with drugs or gambling? How, how did they, I mean... Like did you know, experience people using them around you? Is it a real, a real problem? Uh, I heard from others that that the um like the the gambling and like you know people that it was it was kind of an issue at that time, and there were signs at the tournament about like how you weren't allowed to like coaches weren't allowed to update anybody, uh, like you weren't allowed to on your phone updating the score because yeah. you know that's real time ahead of yeah. those apps or anything. Yeah. Um, and I do I received so much abuse on like social media really? like direct message people being like like, like saying like you know like die you useless so and so you know you lost that match you're effing eff, you this like you know oh. obviously because they're betting yeah so, they, so yeah that's indirectly that's awful, you were on the receiving end of it yeah like no you wouldn't see that you wouldn't necessarily see anybody on at the event 
or drugs, and I never saw drugs. That doesn't okay. mean they were being taken, but yeah, you know, you didn't have any first 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 hand experience. No, nothing no. like that. No. <laughs> um, yeah, no, it's interesting you were saying there about the, the updating the score because I I saw just yesterday or the day before um, the ITF and kind of anti-corruption efforts have. Uh, they, they, from next year, I think they're going to get rid of live scores for the 15k events, and I think that, that that's all from a yeah from an anti-corruption point of view. Um, but I think from from like a point of view of someone like me um, who tries to keep up to date with it, um, it I guess adds an extra challenge. So I won't be able to you know see scores till the end of the day. But um, oh, I, I can I can obviously see where they're coming from. But I think it, from my point of view, it's, it is a shame. I think yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And why is that? Because of there's obviously an increase in. Um, yeah, no, I think it would just be in in terms of you know the, the betters would see the way the match is going and uh, yeah, yeah, and, and change bets. Yeah, I mean, yeah. like I don't know all the all the details, but um, I was surprised. I was really surprised when I saw that that news. Yeah, that's that's great. That's not great. Um, yeah, it's unfortunate. Um, it is. What? You've been what, great at keeping up, keeping like the updates, and I mean, I have to say, like looking back. Uh, like or at the time, it was really great to see the support and like you know the likes of yourself and people updating and keeping that keeping the Irish people aware because there isn't yeah any, like that's not happening yeah there's there's nothing is there yeah it's... no and it's like it's like there aren't that many players playing um but when they are it should really like you know it should be really <coughs> encouraged and promoted and you know for the up and coming generations because there's so many people in Ireland playing tennis junior yeah. adult junior. Absolutely, just having you know having those role models to see to see the success people are having would kind of really Absolutely. inspire people, wouldn't it? Yeah. Yeah, I really would, and I mean that was one of the things that I always um uh, strive for was like that I really wanted to inspire other you know women in sport and yeah. also you Absolutely. know kids that that it is possible and like my story isn't exactly the like the the typical progression through the like through you don't have to go to a college or you don't yeah. have to go on the tour straight away you know yeah. there is there are other ways of it happening like i went on tour at 24 yeah that's, yeah you know that's, that's old <coughs> tennis terms you yeah. know yeah um and like you know and it's funny like as well you only start to get the like the like noticed or people like yeah begin to take notice of you once you've started to win which i guess is that's normal but at the same time, when you're a nobody, per se, you know, that's when you need the support. And that's yeah. when you need people backing you and, you know, that encouragement. Because that, that really did push me on, that people actually cared and people were following yeah. and all the messages of support yeah, like, absolutely. that I received. So thank you also to you for that. Well, it wasn't me at the time, but it's um, it's, it's me now. Um, I'm interested as well. What, what's your kind of relationship with tennis now? Obviously, you're not playing, but are you still doing the coaching or are you kind of... you? Yeah, so I'm actually coaching full time at the moment. Oh um, right. Yeah, so aside from the the injuries I have now, yeah, um, I am coaching full time. But uh, it's interesting. I have moved a little bit away, um, from performance coaching, despite that being my probably, possibly my forte because I've had the experience. Yeah, yeah. I did a little bit and I travelled a little bit over the last few years with some juniors, um, to tournaments. Okay. Uh, as a travelling coach, and I really enjoyed that role. Um, but at the moment, I'm just working working for myself and doing my own thing. Um, I'm really enjoying like coaching, you know, juniors who are just joining the game or adults actually who are joining the game. Yeah. I, okay. You really want to get people as many people playing tennis. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. And I really enjoy that because you you see a big difference with people who have just taken up the game like much quicker. 
Yeah, you, you can really work. see, I guess, the difference you're making, can't you? Mm, yeah, and I really enjoy, I enjoy that aspect. Yeah. Uh, what, what club are you coaching in at the moment? Uh, I'm actually, I'm doing my own thing, so I'm just using the course at Herbert Park. Okay. Uh, the course, and then I'm also in a place in Black Rock, Black Rock called Carrick Tennis Club. Okay. Just, uh, so I'm there, and I coach like the league teams and juniors there, and then I do a lot of um, private work there as well. Okay, interesting. It's really good. Interesting. Um, yeah. Just like a couple more questions, I guess. Um, what's your, uh, if you would you have any any advice for a junior who's doing quite well, of you know how to maybe progress or what advice would you have for them? Uh, I would definitely say um, play the game for enjoyment first. Okay. Uh, you know, play it because you love it, not because you know you've been you've been doing that for as many years. Yeah. Um, play as many matches as possible. Yeah. That's one of the things I see in Ireland that they're probably not getting exposed to enough different uh, players. So okay. try to get abroad. I know it's obviously very expensive. Try to get abroad and play matches, but um, also just in general. You know, when I grew up, it wasn't we weren't being I wasn't being coached six days a week. I was being coached maybe three, but I was playing then. You were playing, yeah. Playing matches or playing against other people. I just wanted to play as much tennis as I could. Yeah. Um, and again, I think the kids nowadays are a lot are getting coached quite a lot. But um, yeah, yeah. But I would read the advice to be is stick with it. Like if you really have a passion for it, there's always you'll always find a way. Yeah. Okay. That's some good advice. Thank you. <laughs> um, uh, finally, what's your favourite thing about tennis? My favourite thing about tennis? Uh, that's kind of, it's a bit, it's a bit broad, I guess. It's, 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 it's exposed me to so many experience, life experiences. I've met so many people through tennis. Um, yeah. I've travelled the world with it. Uh, there's been a lot of positives for me. It's like, not only is it exercise, it's given me a lease of you know release of that competitive competitor in competitor in me. Yeah. Um and I guess it's just the amazing people I've met through it and, and seeing the world. Yeah, I guess it's it set you up now, I guess if you're working in coaching it set you up for probably your career, hasn't it? Absolutely. Like yeah, it's like, you know, I'll always have that. Yeah. Um, yeah, totally. That I on the tour. Um, totally. Yeah. Um, all right, super. Um, I think I think we'll leave it there. Thanks, thanks very much again for very um for agreeing to talk. Um, no, no you know, I think yeah. as as you said, um, I I think a lot of girls, especially, but all people could could look up to to kind of the, the path. You obviously, it, it's not exactly what you'd want, and that the injuries uh, got the better of you. But they they look up, and, and I think they get some inspiration there for sure. Uh, that would that would really that would be amazing if that was the case. If I can inspire yeah. just one person, not even oh. tennis. Just yeah, anyway. I know. I'm, I'm sure it is. I'm sure it is. All right. Um, I wish you all the best for um, any coaching, whatever you're doing. Um, yeah, thanks very much, Adam. All right. Th- thanks. Thanks so much. No, See you later. Bye. Bye. Right. There we are. An interesting story there from Jenny. Um, sad, I guess, in, in many ways, in terms of she wasn't able to, to do what she might have otherwise been able to do uh, due to injuries. But I think she has a, a really good story. Um inspirational story so i hope you guys took something away from that hope you enjoyed and um, i'll see you next time thanks for listening